It's the Weekly Wrap with your host, broadcasting legend Bruce Wolf, and his trusty sidekick, comedian Tim Slagle. And now, without further ado, Bruce Wolf. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the Weekly Wrap. And let's see, uh, Tim, hello again. How are hey. you? Let's see what's going on behind you. <laughs> I can, uh, oh, it's Thanksgiving. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's uh looks like a you know an orthodox uh, midwest uh, thanksgiving <laughs> uh, no question about it uh is that Kool-Aid behind you or a, a picture of arnold palmer's i i i can't uh, quite make that out but uh, i think i think it's iced tea i think that's what it tea. is i think it's iced yeah tea. i think yeah, it's yeah, a, that, i think it's a southern it's sweet I, tea it's a southern oh, right. southern thanksgiving sure. no absolutely well uh, all right so let's uh, let's take the gloves off now tim let's fight Let's fight for the battle of the Republican <laughs> Party. Uh, I'll start with this uh, proposition. Carrie Lake sucks. Uh, your your response? Uh, I I don't. I, I what can I say? She lost. So so uh, she sucked. I guess. Uh, I oh, did okay. Not, I mean, if you're going to concede that, I mean, did she have to bring Steve Bannon into a campaign with her? Did she have to um, tell McCain voters? I don't want your vote. I mean, what, 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 <laughs> this is a woman that not only doubles down, she quadruples down. Uh, she's well, playing... I just, you know, I just, I, I, I don't know how fair of an election it was with the, uh, with the, her opponent running the election in a state that already had suspicious things. Now, there you go. There you go. Ago. I was looking I, for that. Uh, I yeah. think Trump, I, how much has Trump mentioned that? I think he gave her a nod. Uh, about it she is an attractive woman uh and especially mm -hmm. with the you know the gauzy uh you know <laughs> the cheesecloth <laughs> in front of her uh as provided by her husband the photographer um you know um but it, what's interesting what happened in arizona was you know and our pal fincham lost as well so yep. uh, he lost for uh but there this the treasurer's race was won so if you think they were going to rig this you know, they would have wiped all the Republicans out, but they but they didn't. Well, no, but that's that for me. If you look at the truth, the treasurer got more votes than the governor or the senator or the yeah, more, more votes yeah. than anybody. So, I mean, so you're you're still, uh, you know, in the conspiracy theory right here. Um, no, well, the, you don't you don't find that suspicious. You don't know that at all. Like, I the, want Katie. I want Katie Hobbs for governor. But uh, boy, that Republican treasurer down ballot they, well no they in the, no, in, the I mean, in the pages that most people don't even go to when I they're mean, in a voting booth what made sense was that anybody who uh who said that the election had been stolen in 2020 was a target and independents didn't want them and republicans even i think there was a race in washington i want to say it's the third congressional district where I mean, there was a Senate candidate who didn't give Patty Murray that much of a battle on the Republican side, but um, but the Trumpian uh, candidate for Congress just got wiped out, and that's and, and and it happened all over the place. I mean, and that I mean, you can believe all you want in you know in question you know the voting uh, and. Uh, you know, whether the election was on the up and up, even though even a member of your own family, your sister <laughs> doesn't even believe the same thing. But um, but but the problem is, is that uh, it, every one of those 
every one of those candidates, Bulldunk in whatever his name is in New Hampshire, he actually tried to tamp down the election denying and it, but you know, he was still stuck with it. Uh, he lost. And it just it just wasn't a it, it, they the Democrats actually made hay on the whole democracy thing when when they shouldn't have been able to. I mean, and if we don't even rec- recognize that, then we're in a lot of trouble, aren't we? Because we're going to be condemned to make the same mistakes. You could even have that belief, but but you better you know <laughs> zip it. So I mean, what, so, what can so I say? You, so you think that people who uh, were promising to investigate the 2020 election, the fact that none of them got elected in places where election fraud was suspected in 2020, and you think that's just the general public saying, you know, we don't, For, we don't want anybody. Now, I, I got to tell election. you, you're you're really on the fringe here because even the losing candidates aren't even aren't saying that right now. But okay, now she, I mean, Carrie Lake. This 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 was an ease. This was a slam dunk. I mean, Doug. Ducey, she's not saying. She's not saying what. Are you saying that Carrie Lake isn't saying that uh, the, the, the 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 election was uh, was rigged against her? That's not what I've heard. What 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 did she say? She was she questioning. Said the election was BS. What, what do you mean it was? B- what do you mean it was BS? Isn't that the same thing as rigged? What what? what yeah you, yeah. She said it. Yeah, but after the election, you said. Didn't you just say that even people who thought the election? Oh, no, was no, no. Are, she, are, are she is the exception. She's the exception to that. No, she's she's maintaining that. I mean, she Doug Ducey was a popular governor. This, this should have been easy. And her opponent did nothing. Her opponent didn't even debate. Her opponent was a blank slate. Uh, and uh, it, it, was, it was. Oh, by the way, remember last week when, uh, you know, I thought I was going to be clever and said, well, where were the Democrats in Wisconsin to, uh, you know, to stop mm-hmm. Ron Johnson? And you said, well, they didn't have the uh, ballot uh, with the mailbox yeah. ballots. They didn't have those anymore. And um, it took me a whole commercial break and everything to come back with the the great rejoinder. Well, the jerk store called and they ran out of you. But <laughs> I've got something a little more substantive on that. So there's this uh, conservative group called the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty. They're the ones who actually got the Supreme Court of Wisconsin to get rid of those drop boxes. OK, mm-hmm. but even they <laughs> said that this uh, the Wisconsin uh, election in 2020 was not rigged. It wasn't. And uh, that's okay. Okay. That's what that's what the Wisconsin Institute for Law and Liberty, a conservative. This wasn't PolitiFact that was doing this. This right. wasn't Snopes. This was no, this, this was, is a group. This is a group that uh, that relies on an IRS that just hired 87,000 more agents for their not for profit status. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, 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 you know, I. I there's only there's only one. You can't prove a counterfactual. Is that what is that is that what I'm running into right now? In any in any event, uh, even, you know, people like Laura Ingram, I, I, I saw one of her monologues, seven minute monologues. And basically, it seems like the attitude is, well, if we can't beat them on the mail in ballots and the drop boxes and all the uh, relaxed rules regarding voting, let's join them. And let's, you know, have our own get out the vote. Uh, would you agree with that, that we that the Republicans should do that instead of relying on people 
uh, coming to the polls between uh, certain hours on election day and filling out paper ballots. You know, well, how far would you get an MMA if you if you insisted on Marcus Queensberry rules? No, I, I, I look. I understand. I mean, that was that was the attraction of Trump, and we'll talk about him a little bit later. No, we don't have to fight the, uh, and they don't fight with with the uh, 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 under the Marcus of Queensberry rules. But th th these are, are legal means right now, and unless you're going to roll them back, and I don't see that happening, no. and Republicans should. We have to start. We have to start get, getting finding Republicans in nursing homes to fill out the ballots for the patients. We need to. Uh, uh, have people in the inner cities. We have to if they're paying 10 bucks for a blank ballot, we got to pay 15. We they, right. It's competition. That's uh, and, and we've got to learn how to forge signatures. Uh, no, nah, you don't, because they don't look <laughs> at them anymore. They only look at them when it's uh, 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 petitioning for governor, apparently in Michigan. Oh, OK. OK. Anyway. All right. We're not going <laughs> to. I just. It, it, and it just seems like I mean, it was. It's across the board. It's in race after race after race that the election denying candidate lost a seat that could have been won. I mean, you will agree with that, whether you think the election de uh, denying is valid or not. Yeah. You do see that, right? Sure. You're okay. Sure. But of course, it's, your it's, answer is, of course, the conspiracy still lives. And that, uh, yeah, that's that, that that to me just, a, you know, it's like it's like everybody that wanted to turn on Hillary committed suicide it's it's, it's oh wait a minute all right so thing. now we're now we're now we're so vince foster did commit suicide according to uh, you sure. that? okay sure. all right so all did right. uh uh who was the who was the guy that was uh was it was uh uh gonna testify against them uh mcdougall is that right uh, susan uh, susan mcdougall i was gonna think frankie pantangelo but i i, I see um you know i always have subscribed to the notion that everybody believes in some kind of conspiracy theory Every, mm -hmm. everybody will believe in in something uh but um you know on occasion but um you know like i like i for a while i really wanted to believe that jesse smollett was innocent <laughs> <laughs> well that his brother was involved in it that his brother was in it and that he had betrayed the uh the hetero creed of his homeland by having an affair with another sure. guy and so that sure. that's why they beat him up and yeah, i wanted to believe that one for a while i mean i didn't <laughs> didn't go out parading you know that i believed in that one but i it it, it would have been a, a fun one had that come true um but this one this one that a significant number of people believe in is going to doom the Republican Party because you just got to. Well, there's just got to no jettison. Reason, there's there, there's no reason hanging on to it anymore. I mean, okay. any chance, any chance of uh, any chance of it, what happened in 2020 being exposed is gone. It's uh, they they were what by whatever means, whether it was the voters or it was what I suspect. Um, there's no there's no chance that anyone's going to open that open that box. It's now closed. It was now the most secure, honest, fair election we ever had in history in 2020. And that's that's the way, you know, maybe maybe 30 years from now, a book will be written about what really happened. And people will go, yeah, well, we knew it, you know, kind of like kind of like the kind of like the Kennedy. I, look, I'm still I'm, yeah, I'm still waiting to, you know, find out that. Ted Cruz's father killed JFK. So uh, I, 
All right. <laughs> on that note, Bruce Wolf and Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. And uh, Tim, I confess, I did not watch Trump's announcement. Did you? <laughs> no, it was yeah. the biggest <laughs> surprise announcement since Adam Lambert admitted he was gay. Oh, oh really? Is he? Um, the uh, I, of course, we're not alone. Even Fox didn't watch it. I mean, they bailed out of it after a while and uh, went to a Hannity panel. And just about every, as a matter of fact, we could have had an exclusive because everybody was bailing out of it. I think maybe News Nation was the only one that kept going on it. And of course, you know, they're basically a, a glorified podcast. So, um, yeah, it wasn't it, it wasn't it wasn't live streamed on Truth Social. That would surprise me. Oh, I'm wondering. But um you know, and then, of course, he tried to low key it, apparently. And uh, I, I love this. I, You know, I, I'm admitting I didn't even see it. I I'm not even sure I actually <laughs> saw you know, any of the clips. Uh, but you know, I can intuit all this stuff. <laughs> sure. The, uh, well, I mean, sure. why? You know, hey. My time is valuable. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to talk well, about why investigate a story you're reporting on. That would, that's <laughs> well, so all, unjournalistic. It. It's all just, I'm not a reporter. <laughs> And it's it's all just our impressions and, you know, and everybody's impressions are formed by other people's impressions. Uh, nobody looks at these things directly. Um, I mean, isn't that the Catholic Church uh, teaching? You, you shouldn't even read the Bible. Uh, yeah, you, originally, you know, originally. Yeah, they said yeah. Uh, they said that uh, you could have a, you're supposed to have a Bible in your home. Um, but yeah, never open it because <laughs> you, uh, you'll misinterpret it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then some words, some words are so uh, holy that they're written in red. And those those are e extremely. Really? No, you never read only only the you know, the sure. the, the person who has been ordained okay. has the uh, right to read those words. Now, that's the opposite of, you know, my religion, which is, uh, you know, you're supposed to study all the time. Although uh, I think somebody said once said you're you really aren't ready to study until you're about 40 years old anyway but um and maybe that's <laughs> nobody should be allowed to vote until he is 40 years old um but yeah the um well the, the, yeah, it's allowed now catholics you you can open you can open the bible now you can the, the right one don't go opening that other one that uh, where Martin where Martin Luther crossed out all the good parts. <laughs> okay, all right. But I mean, are you allowed? Is it? Can you can you open the King James version, or does it have? Yeah, to that's be that's that that's kind of what I was saying. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you know, I I listened to this podcast, the uh, Commentary Magazine podcast, is Jewish intellectuals, neocons, John Podhoritz and and his gang. And, you know, I look for, you know, lofty uh, observations. They had gotten down to where they were talking about whose wife is hot, hotter, uh, <laughs> DeSantis's or, or uh, Trump's. And, you know, that, that's not leaving a lot for us <laughs> if, if we're not going to be you, able to. You, you know, that it, it kind of surprised me when I saw his wife walk out in that uh, in that in that gold statue of Liberty dress. I was uh, <laughs> I did. I did not expect uh, that that guy to have that wife. That did it, you mean not, DeSantis? Uh, DeSantis? Yes. That, yes. You know, yeah. Now, he's apparently only five, nine and a half. Mm -hmm. um, 
And I, I just as a benchmark, I believe the average Civil War soldier was about five, four. I mean, I could have taken I could have <laughs> taken the South by myself. Uh, we forget how little people were uh, many, many years ago. But DeSantis is not that that, that tall. Uh, he'd be one of our shortest presidents, um, you know, in, in a, in a I'm, long I'm, time. I'm going to I'm going to say right now, we will never have. Here's, here's my prediction. Yeah, we will never have a president DeSantis. Why? Yeah. He's not. He he doesn't have it. He he does not have the uh, uh, television magnetism. It, it, I, I mean, he should. I think he should. I mean, his his policies have been great. He's been, yeah. you know, he's been he's delivered what he's promised. He he fought, you know, the fascism of the pandemic. He did right. everything right. Yeah. But uh, on the camera, he looks a little Dukakis-y. You know, it's funny that you mentioned it because Dukakis also was a short guy. And and it, so maybe DeSantis for sure will not be putting a pith helmet uh, on, uh, on, on his head and riding in a tank. Because uh, that, that's what that's I don't what... I don't I don't remember ever seeing Kitty. Usually, usually we, we, <laughs> Kitty was usually at home having a final net martini, I think. <laughs> well, I, it's interesting. Well, you, I don't know here and here did Santa's won in Florida and big. He was the big Republican winner. Sure. And, and um, you know why? You know why? Because he developed a board specifically to target election fraud. And he started prosecuting election fraud. And well, the, the, the Florida, I mean, thank to Jeb Bush, please clap uh, was. Uh, is that a picture of his wife? Are you? Yeah, kidding? look at that. Yeah. Are you? It's what I mean. Are you kidding? Her neck is longer than he is tall. Yeah. I mean, really, she could uh, be the number one asset on, on the campaign. trail, <laughs> uh, As long as she doesn't plagiarize Michelle Obama's speeches like Melania did. You know, I, I would like a debate between Melania and. Uh, and Kitty DeSantis or whatever her name is, <laughs> Olympia DeSantis. Uh, so, um, yeah, I, it's just. Uh, but getting back to Trump, he uh, was low key and now he's been criticized for it. So, you, you know, that that's the end of being low key. He can't stay low key for very long. Um, so it's but, obviously, though, it, it, what's interesting is he's obviously listening to advisors, which is something he I don't think he's ever done in the past. Right. But how long will he listen to the advisors? Um, and he, he's actually caught in, in a trap right now, because as we mentioned last segment, I think we agreed it's it's going to hurt if you keep going with the election denying stuff. And that's what his peeps love is that he's outraged that. They were out to get him. Look, I saw a tweet from Marianne Murciano. You don't even know who she is. Not a clue. I, I used to work with her on a thing, a show called Fox Thing in the Morning on Channel 32. Her husband's Bob Surratt. Okay. And I like oh, him okay. and I like her. And I have not seen her on Twitter in ages. But when Trump made his speech, she had to tweet, here's the reckless delusional guy. And that was enough to make me feel like, OK, I'm going to vote for Trump again. <laughs> if I, you know, you know how we react to this stuff. It's like, don't oh, tell yeah. me don't, liberals don't tell us who to vote for. And if, if you know, we might get rid of them 
otherwise. But as soon as the liberals gang up on him and that's what he's looking for. But the only way he can really get the liberals to gang up on him is if he keeps going with um, with with the whole election denying uh, motif. Well, look out, look out, look out. It, it was like five minutes after Hillary said just a basket of deplorables. They were printing up T-shirts. <laughs> I'm a deplorable. Yeah, it's, totally. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, I, I I get that. But the the thing is, is that and but he his issue is 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 the election denying, and that is a loser issue for may it might catapult him to the nomination, you know, given a, a crowded field if if there is one. But it's a loser in the, in the general election. And, you know, he's got the substantive issues, which he mentioned in a low key way. I mean, we got inflation. We got all these kinds of problems. And when he was president, he actually presided over uh, relative prosperity. And uh, and and there were, you know, he deregulated uh, the the economy and it, it did. And we had energy and fixed independence the Supreme Court, and, huh? Fixed the Supreme Court Packed to the Supreme Court like we wanted it. And um, and then. Um, but, you know, when he talks about that stuff, that's the dry, boring stuff that doesn't <laughs> resonate. Uh, if, if, it's fine with me. And if he talked like that all the time, I wouldn't have any problems, you know, ha having him run again. But I I think he's absolute poison now. Now, as a matter of fact, somebody was uh, mentioning that if he became president, he would be the first president uh, to serve a, two non-successive terms since the only other one we've ever had, which is Grover Cleveland. Um, I do what I really would like is whose wife is hotter, Grover Cleveland's or Donald Trump's. I mean, and for her time, Frances <laughs> Folsom, you would agree, was quite hot. Would you, I, would you not? I have no idea what you, you have like. never seen Frances Folsom. OK, never, it, it's, um, Francis Wholesome sounds like a wholesome name, I actually, <laughs> in the prison. Um, Francis Wholesome in the babysitter stayed late. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and there's a picture uh, for those of you uh, who can see this. I mean, pretty good for 18. Uh, pretty wholesome. 80, pretty wholesome. 88. I mean, as long as, you know, her face isn't pockmarked with you know, Ricketts scars or whatever. I mean, <laughs> So, oh, and, and by the way, if if we ever really need to fill time, I can recite for you all the presidents in order, um, without singing, without singing, um, and uh, but there's a song that goes along with that. I think, there is a the, song about the presidents. Yeah, oh, well, you that's could do cheating. all the presidents in a song. I yep. never, I never heard that one, mm. uh, but I I can actually do that. In order, proper order. In yeah. order, because when I was growing up, my mother put up a uh, a poster in my room of, of the presidents in order. And it started like with Washington in the lower right hand corner. It went to, to the left to like Andrew Jackson, then up up to like Franklin Pierce and then right all the way to uh, <clears throat> Teddy Roosevelt and then down to at that point, I think. Um, I, I don't even think I think Lyndon Johnson was the president at, at the sure. time. But sure, so because, I could because be, sure, because be, be, by the time of uh, by the time of Nixon, uh, you that there was a Farrah Fawcett poster there. <laughs> exactly. The tough one, though, for you youngsters out there is who's the tweener between uh, the, the, the Grover Cleveland terms. And it happens to be Benjamin Harrison, which you can remember because he's weird, just like his 
relative William Henry Harrison was weird because he died a month after taking office. That's the only way I'm able to. Uh, it's wow, either- you know, that's that's kind of that's kind of interesting. So so both tween presidents have some sort of ailment. <laughs> well, look, I mean, this is how I these are the devices I, I use to remember things in lieu of Prevagen. Bruce Wolf and. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, was Grover Cleveland on the on the poster twice or did he was on the poster twice? Huh. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly rap. Meantime, U.S. prosecutors are considering a criminal probe into FTX and CEO Sam Bankman-Fried's access of customer funds. Let's bring in former U.S. attorney Guy Lewis. Um, It's great to see you, Guy. And there are a lot of questions swirling uh, around the leader of this company and also what exactly happened here. So before we get to some of the connections uh, and some of the donations that he was making, let's just talk about this generally speaking. He used his trading, his research and trading arm essentially to borrow billions of dollars in funds um, and, and over leveraged. I mean, that's what happened here, correct? Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. And yeah, I, I confess, Tim, when I, I was seeing FTX, I kept thinking it was like the X-rated version of FTD Floris. I, I was so out of it. I have no <laughs> idea. I mean, I'd heard about cryptocurrency and, you know, and I, I'm so conservative about anything that, you know, thank goodness I, I let that one go right by. The I, th- I thought it was an overnight delivery service. Yeah. That's, oh, uh, yeah, that's, there you go. That's where I there was, too. Uh, delivers you right to Palookaville, apparently. <laughs> and now what I love is these celebrities are getting sued because they were endorsing it. Like, I think Tom Brady is actually going to have to play in the NFL forever now just to make up for the, you know, the trillions that he's cost people. Um, is this the one? Pro- this is the one that had the commercial. Right during the Super Bowl, where it was good ideas and people turned down good ideas. Is that correct? I, I, I think so. I mean, and when you I mean, you advertise in the Super Bowl. I mean, you're you're advertising to John Q six pack or uh, I conflated yeah. a couple of names there. But but the uh, advertising yeah. in the Super Bowl, I don't think it actually anybody actually got a return on investment. All it does, it's just it's just, uh, you know, it's just a. uh Oh, what can I say? Uh, kind of match. It's a measuring contest. It's a but way I, you know, I think to show off to other on businesses. That. You know, people relied on Tom Brady. I mean, I don't think, you know, I think there's got to be a lot of legal obstacles to uh, relied on Tom Brady to inflate to their rely portfolio. On Tom Brady for your, you know, your investments. <laughs> but yeah, Larry David was in the commercial. And you know what? I mean, I, I there's a little Schadenfreude there, fried uh, there with, with regard to Larry David because you know he's always you know the cooler than thou guy, and he was involved in in a piece of garbage. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I like that. I mean, well, you know, because I mean, I, I can't stand the guy because it's enough that he had the success with Seinfeld, but then to have a second success with Curb Your Enthusiasm, that's it's just a little too much for me. Which is which is yeah, which is kind of. We, the, the success he had with Curb Your Enthusiasm was always funny to me because they wouldn't let him they wouldn't let him play himself in the Seinfeld series. <laughs> right. So after Seinfeld was canceled, he went on with an, essentially the Seinfeld series with him playing himself. Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> uh, and I mean, and it's worked. It's yeah. worked. 
but I but I'm, I'm kind of glad to see that, uh, you know, he's on the wrong side of history uh, regarding this one. The guy who's the you know, the head of the and of course, the Democrats are all in a tizzy because a lot, lot of money was being directed to Democratic groups. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you always think it's you know, the Scrooge McDucks of the world and the cheaters and the Mr. Potters uh, are uh, all Republicans, country clubbers. Well, and, I uh, I have breaking news here for you, Bruce, is yeah. uh, six Republicans or just been found to have taken donations from FTX. Oh, and they were they were six of the Republicans who voted f- for impeachment. Are you serious? <laughs> Abs- absolutely. So-, <laughs> so, so you think that their votes were bought? OK, uh, so we'll have an investigation on that. No, no, I'm not uh, saying that their votes no, were I bought. Get I'm just saying that they they, yeah. they were the kind of Republicans that would sure. uh, uh, caucus with Democrats. They, they were, uh, yeah. They, there's, there's other, there's other terms we can call Republicans like that. But well, they're, they're, they're post crypto uh, Nazis or something. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, but I liked that this guy at that, it was the head of uh, FTX. You knew something was wrong. He, he said, <laughs> he said he didn't like books because those are like blog posts that go too long. And you know, I, I know the feeling. <laughs> I know the and he was playing video games in in board meetings and everything. That kind of uh, sounds like something Larry David would say, doesn't it? <laughs> right, no, no, right. I I totally I understand that. I mean, if you can't say it in a tweet or at most a tweet thread, I, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't have time for this stuff. For the you know the these Jack books. Dorsey gave you another hundred and forty characters. Dang it, that's just, sure. That's when, all, when, that's when more Jack than you Dor- need. When Jack Dorsey doubled it from one hundred and forty characters to two eighty. I mean, I was in heaven and and that's enough. You don't really need, you know, you know, Dickens, when he was who was he was writing for people who didn't have televisions or, or radios or, or, or anything. You know, they 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 couldn't listen to, you know, serials on the radio, uh, you know, like we did in the in the 30s. And uh, what what did they have? They had Dickens who serialized almost all of his books right well you, you'd have to imagine the the, the thickness of those oh books. yeah they didn't imagine have... writing one of those books yeah with no, a and, with a and, feather that you'd have to keep dipping sure. every every word yeah i mean you, you'd get carpal tunnel syndrome uh you, you'd have a worker's comp case uh right off the bat <laughs> because you couldn't yeah you had to write in, in installments but i i think there's a story um it may be apocryphal or it may have happened at an apothecary. I don't know. But Dickens is going. He's in line to get some drugs, I guess. And somebody in front of him is buying the latest installment of whatever uh, Dickens book it, it, it is. And the guy says, I'm wondering how boy, I'm wondering how this is going to turn out. And Dickens himself is saying, I don't know how this is. I don't know. I'm stuck. I got writer's block. Give me the drugs. Uh, so yeah so i'm with the ftdx guy uh you know i'm not wanting to read that much but i do get a kick out of the fact that the democrats are going to be victimized and some you know some big uh you know democratic groups uh that like to annoy us uh are going to be out of money so well no is this just is this just the 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 tinfoil channel i'm tuning into but i understand that uh, that ftx was being used used to uh, uh, launder money from Ukraine so that oh. essentially it was going from uh, Congress to the Ukraine through FTX to uh, campaign funds. That's right, well, I'll, 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 I'll try to follow that that trail. I, speaking of Ukraine, 
Uh, here's another subject that we are. I mean, for two guys who basically vote the same, uh, we don't really agree at <laughs> all that much. Um, OK, so. Um, you, Ukraine, uh, you know, I read this article. All we have to do is send about 100 F-16s aircraft that we don't even use anymore without risk to a single U.S. soldier to really help the Ukraine cause. Are you for that or again that? How many? How, how many? Uh, we don't even use them. 100 F F-16s. 100. Okay. Yeah. Or we could uh, we could uh, uh, parachute 100 pilots into Afghanistan. <laughs> yeah, just right. just okay. take those. <laughs> <laughs> right. That wouldn't be a bad idea. That wouldn't be a bad idea. But... Um, Anyway, you know what I, I thought we should do with you, Afghanistan? Do we? Have, yeah, we have time for this. Here's what here's what I think we should have done for Afghanistan. We should have told Americans that uh, anything they they can find in Afghanistan, if they can get it back to America, they can keep it. Oh, that that so really, yeah. That <laughs> so if you can get a howitzer out of Afghanistan, sure. If you can get a surface to air missile out of Afghanistan, uh, you can keep it in your backyard. Now, are you? Yeah, you're allowed. Are you allowed to deploy <laughs> right it? There. Are you allowed to use it? Uh, well, no, but you could have it. You have it. Just put it up in your put the sure put the missile battery in your backyard in Naperville and make the neighbors jealous. Yeah, I mean that. Uh, <laughs> I I. I remember the first uh, economics course I took in college. Uh, you know, the, the professor said, "See, there's certain things that we have to spend spend as a country. Like everybody can't have a Polaris submarine in in their backyard." Uh, and uh, so, you know that 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 was the uh, that was oh. the, the language of economics 101. There, we actually had to pool our resources for that. Uh, you, you couldn't privatize everything. Yeah, but the, the Science world. and Industry Museum could have a Nazi submarine in their backyard. Oh, I because because were you ever on the U? Were you ever on the U five hundred five? Did you ever go? Oh yeah, I've been inside. Oh man, it yeah. still it still smells bad. <laughs> I I can't imagine what what one hundred and sixty Germans and diesel fumes. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, yeah, I, uh... smelled like it its day because it's still you can still smell them all. Oh yeah, no, I that that was that was a trip. Uh... Oh, well, let's see. Well, what other museums did you go to? Tim, I, you're, <laughs> did you go to the Field Museum? Did you? I've actually never been to the Field Museum. Wow. You never no, saw never Sue, been. the T-Rex? Um, you know, you know, that story, that Sue story kind of irritates me. Well, you, 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 being the conspiracy the theorist that you are, I'm sure you think it's a fake. It's not no, a real. No, uh, no, 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 you, it's no. genuine. Okay. No, an archaea, uh, 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 what is it? A paleontologist? Is that what they're called? Yeah. Said, ask this guy. They say, can I look for fossils in your back in your on your property? And the guy goes, sure. And she finds Sue, uh, uh the most complete T Rex ever. Right. And uh, she's packing it up, and the guy goes, you know, this is my property. And she uh -huh. goes, yeah, but I I found it. And then so right. the two of them go to court. Federal government comes in and goes, hey, guess what? You're both. Both wrong, right? Right. <laughs> it's ours, right? And then uh, the federal government seized it. Both, uh, both uh, the uh, plaintiff and defendant got aced out. And then uh, didn't Field they Museum, get any compensation whatsoever? Nothing. Like a digging fee or nothing. something? Nothing. They didn't even get court costs. And then uh, so the uh, federal government then sold it to Chicago for a couple million. So you know, I I kind of well, you think I've, that I've been boycotting the, the field ever since? Yeah, I oh I I'm I. You'd think they would have given the person who found it 
like naming rights or, you know, at least or a plaque. Well, I'm sure there's a I bet I bet you there's a plaque. She might have been named yeah. Sue. They might have named it after her kind of really, which, which is kind of oh. rubbing salt in the I don't yeah. know who Sue who Sue actually was. But. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's see. Let's let's see if we can try to exhaust all the. Uh, have you ever been to the Louvre? I mean, museums. I'm just going museums uh, in, in, in Paris. Yeah. The Louvre or Michael no. Jordan called it the Louvre. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and, you know, you, you surround the. The Mona Lisa, which is basically the size of a postage stamp, and it reminded me of a Mike press conference with all the cameras around it and everything. You could, you could, Coach, I have a question. Are you smiling, uh, Mona Lisa? Um, anyway, all right. Well, we've exhausted uh, that. The uh, conversation has really devolved today. Maybe we'll rally. Uh, <laughs> it's fine with me. It's fine with me. In the final segment, Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. Before I start tonight, I just wanted to read a brief statement that I prepared. <laughs> I denounce anti-Semitism in all its forms. <laughs> and I stand with my friends in the Jewish community. And that, Kanye, is how you buy yourself some time. <laughs> Five years now, and early in my career, I learned that there are two words in the English language that you should never say together in sequence, and those words are the and juice. <laughs> I've never heard someone do good after they said that. This was Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap and uh tim i gotta confess just like i didn't watch uh the trump announcement <laughs> i didn't watch I'm, I'm thinking of changing the name of uh this podcast to the ignorance is bliss podcast but i understand you did watch the Chappelle. i, I watched uh, the i watched the entire thing i knew that you, okay, so uh, you did, probably did you weren't going to so yeah. you know i did see uh snippets of it um so for some reason, I didn't want to watch it. It's Chappelle rankles me for some reason. Uh, I, I mean, I think he's, huh? I think I get it. What? Why? What? Please explain to me my own feelings about that. Why does he? Why does he rankle me? No, I just know that there's comics that rankled me that, oh, that, okay. I, can't, that I can't watch. So, so did you think? So did you think it was uh, anti-Semitic? Um. I don't think so. I think, you okay. know, it's uh, I, I, I thought it was, uh, you know, he kept he kept throwing in these little digs. I mean, he came out, you know, first of all, he says that the and Jews should never be in a sentence together. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, you, you know, and that. You, uh, but that's not anti-Semitic. That's actually. Pro no, no, no. Yeah. But then he but then he, he, he he'll he'll talk. He'll talk for a while. And then all of a sudden he said, I spent a lot of time in Hollywood. And uh, uh, one thing I noticed there are a lot of Jews. Yeah. But I know that he followed that up by saying, but there's a lot of blacks in Ferguson and they don't right, run, right, run right, anything. Right. So, right. I and mean, then a little, the but then a little while later, then a little while later, he says, you know, when it's, uh, when they're black, it's called a gang. When yeah. it's uh, uh, Italian, it's called the mob. When it's Jews, we shouldn't talk about that. Yeah. But here's the thing. <laughs> here's the, and that did bother me because it's, 
you you're really not allowed to call blacks a gang or the Italians a mob either. I mean, that's no, that's true. That is true. That is so, true. you know, his premise and he get, that's one of the things that rankles me because you start agreeing with the premise and before you know it, you're trapped <laughs> by the punchline. And <laughs> no, no, no. Let, let's roll that back. Uh, Mr. Chappelle. Well, let's go back yeah. here. And, you know, yeah. then you're not really being we're not even allowed free. to use the word thug anymore if I'm. If oh, yo, no, no, not at all. I mean, Dan Roan uh, had to apologize for that, uh, for saying thug uh, it, it, because, you know, Dan's old school. Um, also, Jonathan Greenblatt of the uh, Anti-Defamation League said we shouldn't expect Dave Chappelle to serve as society's moral compass. But disturbing to see SNL not just normalize, but popularize anti-Semitism. Why are Jewish sensitivities denied or diminished at almost every turn? Why does our trauma trigger applause? Well, I mean, this is that's a general uh, st- I mean, you have to go into specifics. It, it, it doesn't I don't think he I don't think he watched the monologue either. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's like, uh, you know, hit hit the uh, anti Chappelle uh, screed uh, 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 key on his uh, computer. So, yeah, I, anyway, um, you know, if they didn't, if he, if he didn't offend, if he didn't offend one group, the, you, you know, I think a lot of people went into there expecting to be offended. It's I mean, you know, Chappelle is they've they've been trying to cancel Chappelle for a while. I know. I mean, that's like the, you know, the old Rickles thing. You know, I I love everybody. I get, yeah, <laughs> that would be funny if Chappelle actually tried to be borscht belty like uh, Don Rickles. Um, all right. Let's move on to something really important. Did you see uh, the guy who somehow managed to slither a rope up? Uh, up or down his penis into his bladder a rope i mean you talk about putting the indian rope trick to shame did you i mean <laughs> you know i was just looking at this article yeah it's like oh we should we should talk about the yeah it's a, i guess it was a jump rope i think it was a plastic <laughs> jump rope oh 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 wow and he got wow. yeah i mean he what did he get bored with you know swing playing you know with his uh, friend standing on the corner chewing a piece of gum uh, you know what that's boring i mean you know i know mike tyson would work out with a jump rope for 45 minutes a, a day and get in, in preparation for a bout but i guess you get tired after a while and you just say why don't i just stick this up my penis i mean well, i don't know if it was i i don't know now was it a do you know was it a a, a, a single person jump rope or was it a, <laughs> exactly. what is it one of those three person jump ropes well, because uh, that... I, I think he is now, uh, you know, if uh, oh, he looks like he looks like at least he took the handles off. He took the, least, well, uh, yeah, or at least course. in the artist depiction. I'm trying like to think of a joke are. here with the jump rope and the penis saying, you know, the, being well hung or something. But I, I, I <laughs> we'll have to workshop that one. I because if it know, was Chappelle a two-person... would make it funny. It was yeah. a two-person jump rope that, or a three-person jump rope that would actually make sense why he might might put one end because you know that way you could eat a sandwich and uh, <laughs> have a Coca Cola while you're playing <laughs> jump rope with your two friends. There you go. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. So, um, yeah, we still have more show to do. I, I wanted to end on that one because I thought it was really <laughs> it was really good. Uh, did you see that Target? Um, is closing a, a number of stores because of of all things crime, and um, I gotta tell you, that's awful that people would, you know, come in and and steal things from Target because everything is a steal at Target. I've got a <laughs> pair of jeans. I got two pairs of jeans. They're called Goodfellows. Okay, 
Uh-huh. I mean, I couldn't believe them. I, th- I think they were like nine dollars a piece. I-, I think they even came with um, the the little uh, Chinese worker, uh, you know, <laughs> from the sweatshop. Who, you know, would here. Let me help you try it on. No, I mean, it was. Yeah, it was inspected by by two. Oh, you mean the inspector number two? No, that's his first name. No, no. But seriously, I, these jeans, I mean, I thought, you know, they're going to fall off of me or something. They're going to unravel. Uh, they're fine. And they're so cheap. And they're called Goodfellows. And what? and I just. So why would anybody have to go into Target and steal anything? So you've got to bring a big cart if you want to take nine hundred and fifty dollars from uh, from Target. If you want to, right, exactly. It's, right. Uh, yeah. I've I often mean, wondered about that. That in Chicago, have I mentioned this before? Is, is that you know you can take nine hundred and fifty dollars and you won't be prosecuted out of the store. That that's mm-hmm. uh, that that's that's as long as it's under a thousand dollars, you're okay. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the regular price or is that the sale price? Mm, okay. Does that mean that like at like at Kohl's you can take uh, sixteen hundred dollars uh, worth of merchandise out of the store because it's really only you. goes to sell for boy did you thousand? miss your calling? You should have been a lawyer. <laughs> I mean, because this is these are the kinds of uh, oh my. And I your honor, be... your honor, my defendant is innocent because he right, didn't realize right. it was on the regular price. Yeah, totally. Oh, that's. <laughs> People have gotten, uh, uh, you know, they Barry Sheck got OJ off uh, for for less than that. Um, so, um, and speak, speaking of stores that are closing, so this Whole Foods, which they announced earlier, like in April, it was going to close, but it was, you know, on the South Side, they were yeah. given tax breaks and everything, and they're closed. The Englewood location closed closing, and you know. I, Obviously, they couldn't make it there. <laughs> okay, so, um, but I remember. Well, yeah, reading... I could. I could see people going in there saying, "Where are the Where are the potato chips? Where, sure. <laughs> where are the yeah. Where are the microwave burritos? Where are your hot pockets? Right. I mean, because there was a University of Chicago, I think, the Booth Economic School study that showed that poor people don't want to eat good food. They they, they and and. and <laughs> They don't want healthy. They want, you know, the high calorie uh, diabetes uh, producing. And you know what? You can understand it because if you're poor, the last thing you're wor- worried about is becoming, you know, what Tom Wolf called a social X-ray. You're not trying <laughs> trying to be. Uh, well, it goes know, here. Here's the thing. It a goes Sports Illustrated against- swimsuit model. Yeah. It goes against it goes against the leftist dogma is that when you say, you know, how is it that uh, we have the uh, most obese, poor population in America? And the the response is, well, because when you're poor, you can't afford healthy food. Sure. You can only afford the fattening uh, foods. And and, and that's the that's the thing. And and the other thing is, and they live in food deserts. They live in places where the only shop for groceries is the liquor store. And and then you supply you supply those areas with the healthy foods and and, and they don't want it. I mean, (laughs) you can lead a poor person to uh, Evian, but you can't make them uh, (laughs) drink the almond milk. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, no. and, And of course, I love this because these sports radio guys in Chicago, this guy, Danny Parkins uh, had one of these drives where they wanted to get food, healthy food, you know, fruits and vegetables and stuff like that for, 
in, in inner city area. And I was just wondering how that, and, you know, they, they had like a, a, t- a radio fan uh, uh, for it. I think a couple of years or so ago, I'm just wondering how it turned out because I ultimately, <laughs> I mean, is it like whole foods turned out because there usually isn't a lot of follow up on this kind of thing. You, you, you do the thing uh, for yeah, what ever. you think is a, oh, it's, and you know what the, the problem is, is that, and the liberals then pat themselves on the back and say, well, you know, we had the good intentions, but you see, I don't think pity is a good intention. Uh, I, you know, pity. What is pity all about? It's like the Palestinians. Everybody pities them because pity isn't about really feeling for somebody else. It's about making yourself feel so good about what you're doing and not actually doing anything for anybody. And uh, it's, you've it's, got to be at a higher position if you want to experience pity. Right. That's a really good point. Yeah. Well, thank you. I finally made one. Election denying <laughs> scum. All right, Tim. Happy Thanksgiving. Bruce Back to Wolf, you, Bruce. Tim Slagle on. The Weekly Wrap. And that's The Weekly Wrap on radio and television. Follow Bruce at Bruce Wolf Shy on Twitter and Tim at TimSlagle.com. The Weekly Wrap with Bruce Wolf, a CP Pods production. Copyright 2022.